Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast. Welcome back to the Believe in Colts. I'm Lawrence Owen. With me, as usual, is my guys, Gerard Powers and Rodney McLeod. And we are going to go over week seven of the NFL and a lot of stuff to kind of unpack here with week seven some interesting things happen some some great things some oh my goodness eye-opening things uh but really some of the bigger points that comes down to me and you brought it up before we started recording rodney was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers fall to three and four. They have a worse record than the Indianapolis Colts falling to the team that is literally trying to give all of their players away. 21 to three to, to Carolina. Wow. What, what do you think? What's going on over there? Man, there's a lot, uh, I think, happening over there when you look at uh, this past game. You know, you look at Carolina, them just uh, shipping away Christian McCaffrey, uh, somebody who is a franchise, you know, player for them. Uh, and then just two weeks ago, they now got rid of their coach, right? And you see the Robbie Anderson effect uh, about a week ago, and, and it looks as if, you know, the, the season is is headed downhill for them. And, and there's no way with Tampa Bay coming in that they have a chance uh, of winning, right? But they find a way to get it done. And I think, you know, you have to really look at the other side of the ball. And when you see Tom Brady uh, behind center, you're usually feel pretty secure about a game like that. <laughs> with everything that Carolina is going through within their locker room, you have to feel confident that with 12 behind center, Tampa Bay Super Bowl champions, like, you know, a couple years ago, like they're going to win. And that wasn't the case. And so it really points to – what's happening in Tampa right now inside that locker room and is what's happening for Tom Brady off the field really affecting him. Uh, you know, you, you talk about the mental aspect of the game and it's real. Uh, and when things aren't necessarily going right at the home front, it's, it's hard to, to then come in and, and, and um, be the same player that you've always been. 
And I think, you know, we're starting to just see um, the effects of that. And it's rolling over into into the rest of the team. You know, when, you know, you're, you're a Hall of Fame quarterback, uh, you know, it's not showing up to, to practice, you know, for, you know, certain things outside of the game. And uh, you hear all these rumors about, you know, not practicing certain days. It just starts to question maybe, you know, unfortunately his commitment. And Tom is one of the best, man. And I think his preparation has, has made him who he is. Uh, and so, you know, now when you see some of that start to, to, to go, is that now also how others are viewing uh, their level of preparation as well as they enter these games? So um, it's tough, man. They, they have to really uh, have some heart-to-hearts and, and figure some things out. Uh, you never can count Tom out, of course. You know, he is who he is for a reason. So uh, I, I still believe that they'll he'll give them a chance to win, but it was very surprising to see uh, them lose to Carolina the way they did on Sunday. Basketball is back at Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. As your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use that promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. No, I agree with you. Um, You know, uh, you talked about the Panthers having a lot going on the past, you know, a few weeks. It's been all over national uh, news, you know, with the Robbie situation. And then that coach got fired earlier in a few weeks before that or whatever the case may be. But when you look at the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks side and you just go all the way back to, you know, when the offseason started, you know, Tom retired, come out of retirement. Um, you hear about the rumors about, you know, stuff he got going on off the field or whatnot, missing two weeks at camp, you know, so uh, they get a new head coach, um, you know, and Todd Bowles. So you, you, they, they had a, a lot going on this all season, but when you look at Tampa, you would think that the leadership presence that they got on that team, you know, uh, carried them through whatever type of turmoil situation that they might have. I mean, you, you basically got, you know, the same core guys that won that Super Bowl a couple years. So it kind of, like you like you said, it kind of seems like something from a locker room perspective, leadership perspective, is starting to go on with the team a little bit just because they do not look themselves. I mean, everybody can point the finger at Tom, you know, don't get me wrong, but when you watch the defense play now, they're not as dominant as they normally are. Um, you know, you, you, you going against a, uh, a Carolina team who you should just demolish you know, who you should just go out there and just flat out dominate in all aspects of the game. And you go out there and lay an egg. It's very disappointing from their standpoint. But from, you know, the Panthers standpoint, you know, you look at that as a building block going in the right direction. You know, they've been looking for quarterback answers this whole time. And, uh, you know, they're looking at this as like a huge win, you know, for them. Like we just beat the Bucks. you know, huge win. You know, we don't got a head coach. Uh, our starting two quarterbacks, you know, it's kind of been axed. We're down to our third guy. 
uh, a lot of rumors been going out about guys getting traded before the deadline. You ain't heard J.C. Horn name. You've heard, you know, just so many different guys uh, names getting brought up because everybody knows what the situation is in Carolina. You know, they're basically starting from scratch. Uh, but you have some good players over there. And if they continue to, you know, just build on the the foundation that they just set by beating the Bucks. I mean, you never know what type of guys can, you know, come out of an ugly situation as a diamond in the rough type thing. So big win for the Panthers, but for the Bucks, it look like they're starting to go in the opposite direction. And, you know, who knows uh, really what's going on in that locker room at the moment. Yeah, with Tom Brady, they're, look, first off, players are still people, right? And your home life is Trump's uh, your, your job. I, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. It does, period. And, you know, we all know what's going on with Tom Brady in his home life right now. It's got to be incredible. Like you brought it up, Rodney. It's got to be incredibly tough to separate his home life when he can't even be at home now, you know, because yeah. it's in season, you know. So yeah. that's got to be rolling in his head at all times, all the time. Now, I, I don't necessarily agree with him uh, coming out and saying, well, uh, when the season starts, it's like being deployed uh in the military i I don't know if look i've never been an nfl player but i've never been in the military either uh so i i would not make that you know call myself personally but i understand where that sentiment is coming from right Mm -hmm. you are gone and you're unable to to do that um uh, get back home and spend time and try to fix things you know or or whatever it is that you need to do so um, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, hammer him on it. I just, you know, that's just a situation that's, that's a really difficult situation for him right now, but either way, uh, we've been waiting, not necessarily eagerly as some people might say, but, uh, we've been kind of waiting. He's, he's what 45 at some point, his place gotta come down at some point. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's not going to be out there at 65 doing, you know, amazing stuff, hopefully. Uh, Well, I mean, if he does, that'd be interesting. Uh, (laughs) That'd be be incredible. He'd be setting new standards for the Mm -hmm. NFL. Uh, (laughs) um, Gerard, what was a game or uh, a storyline that popped up this past uh this past Sunday or Monday or maybe even the Thursday game that you're interested in. Yeah. I was going to say it's the Thursday game with the uh, Cardinals and the saints and to see, I guess, Kyler and cliff kind of bicker, like how friends would bicker or uh, how, you know, like how you and a buddy would bicker was kind of odd to see. Cause normally uh, when you see players and coaches get into it, you can see the clear distinctive, like boundary from player and coach you know so a lot of times when you have shouting matches it might look disrespectful disrespectful from a player standpoint because you don't really kind of I guess handle yourself in that manner when you're talking about talking to a coach that's your position coach your head coach or whatever the case may be it's a respect manner that kind of go on within you know the football unwritten rules or however you want to put it to where you know cameras are on you and you always kind of want to go about dealing with a co-worker in a respectful way but with the whole Kyler and Cliff it was almost like two roommates 
yelling at each other, bickering at each other. You know, you might let let a couple words fly here and there, and then it's all, you know, set and done just because we, we won and everybody forgot it. That's how you, you kind of bicker with your roommate or, you know, player to player. So to see Conda on a national broadcast, national game, you know, everybody's watching the – face of your franchise walking off the field telling your coach to calm the f down but in a i guess in a um a tense type manner and the coach sit there say some words back but kind of handle himself more so in a in a way like i'm not the head coach of this team i, I didn't like the way that looked from uh, just from an organizational standpoint it almost looked like you know cliff is not really the the guy oh i'm sorry i just hit my damn camera yeah it, it looked like cliff is not really like the the alpha in charge as a head coach if that makes sense so it was just kind of weird seeing that they got the win so i'm pretty sure like this stuff will kind of just blow over but if a lot of people remember a couple of weeks ago they had a little situation kyler and cliff on the sideline as well so mm-hmm. it seems like you got you know one guy that got recruited by a guy in college that's known a guy you know, for over 10 years and same vice versa with uh, with Cliff perspective. But I didn't like the way that looked on a, you know, especially on a national broadcast game with a face of your franchise and your head coach kind of bickering like roommates. So that, that was kind of a some I think you should just keep an eye on going forward. <laughs> kind of weird that we're seeing that quite a bit now uh it might just be that we're looking for it but like just a few years ago uh or weeks ago um there against kansas city we we saw mahomes and the mm-hmm. enemy kind of go through that exact same situation right yep yeah so um but one I thing think, that- uh, i think mahomes might have a little more leverage <laughs> yeah you get you get a couple MV, mvps and super bowls yeah. you got you, you can kind of do what you want but you know just a little yeah. leverage but but even you know even still i think that more so came out of frustration of the way the game was going and that was obviously right. versus us um and his you know competitive mindset uh but you know even still i don't think it was at the level of what we saw uh like Gerard said on uh, Thursday with, you know, Kyler and, 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 you know, their coach in, in, in uh, Arizona, I just think there seems to be maybe a, a, a loss. Um, he doesn't oh, necessarily have as much yeah. control and respect. Yeah. 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 As, as he, as he might think. And, and that's never good. Um, that, that over time can be, can be scary. So um, I feel like the coach handled himself, you, you know, in that moment, very professionally, but uh, I wonder what was, you know, what was said uh, later on you know, behind the scenes. But like if Bruce Arians was still the coach at AZ, that wouldn't have flew like that. No, wouldn't have, that, no. that, that wouldn't have happened. Uh, and I've seen quarterbacks and head coaches get into like heated discussions um, yeah. in the locker room in in the midst of a, like a huddle to where didn't nobody even know what was going on. But mm-hmm. just to see like a timeout being called and your quarterbacks walk into the field and the head coach is walking towards the quarterback and you can like literally read the lips and what's being said. Like yeah. that's, that's just bad business. This is bad business at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, when emotions are high, uh, it's sometimes you forget to think about what you're doing and what you're showing to the national, you know, audience. Uh, but, or, or if you're tired of dealing with someone, you know, Hell, that at least just true. might get short. <laughs> well, that, that's true, that's too. What it seemed like. That's what it definitely seemed like. <laughs> that's, that's true, too. Uh, but one thing about that game, it kind of, to me, it, it shows to me that, you know what? 
Kyler was missing his weapons, you know, uh, because he'll be team scored 42 points. Uh, defense had two touchdowns, defense, though, I think. Yeah, defense. Yeah. I think yeah. Kyler threw for like 200, 209. He didn't play bad, don't get me wrong. But, yeah, it also helps yeah. when That's, D-Hop is back. And I think D-Hop did have 100. Yeah, Over 100, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They still scored 28 points on offense, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's still a a, a good offensive outing. Uh, ask any Colts fan. <laughs> um <laughs> Oh, sorry, I had to throw my dig in on that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of, uh, another game that I really wanted to to get into was the Monday night football game. Holy crap, the Bears. Who saw this coming? The Bears just straight up manhandling the New England Patriots. Zappy coming in after an intercept. I think it was an interception, wasn't it? That, uh, that they yeah. brought Bailey Zappy in. And he started playing, he like, lit it up, lit it up, man. For, for for comparably, anyhow, compared to Mac Jones. But the real story is, in my opinion, Justin Fields in this offense uh, was absolutely phenomenal. I think they're, uh, I think they're just starting to do stuff that fits Justin Fields' ability. You know, like you can't draft a, a mobile type QB and expect him to be a pocket passer. Like you gotta put guys in the best position that suits, you know, uh, you know, what they do best and let them go play. And everybody knows Justin likes to scramble. He likes to make, you know, plays extend it a little longer and make a play or whatnot. Um, give him a couple RPO type reads. But if, if you're going to just let Justin Fields just sit in the pocket all day long and expect him to be Aaron Rodgers or somebody, it's not going to work. So to watch Chicago week in, week out, get better and better, it seemed like they're starting to figure out uh, the the stuff that Justin Fields like to do within the offense. And you're starting to see success a little bit. And everybody knows their defense has always been pretty good. You know, even through the bad years, their defense always been pretty good. And it seemed like them guys, Coach Allen, you know, from from Coach, he was actually my DB uh my DB coach when I was in Indy, uh, Coach Allen, and now he's the DC now um, over there with Chicago. So it's kind of cool to see, you know, that those type guys go over there and get that that organization headed in the right direction. Yeah, man, I, I think you know you see Justin Fields really just ha- taking command of the offense and 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 people really embracing him as that leader uh, within that locker room. And you know, you said that he did a lot uh, yesterday, particularly with his legs. Um, you know, I remember vividly uh, a few times, third down, key mm-hmm. third downs, you know, it looks as downs. if, yeah, as if they have him for a loss of 10 and, and now he scrambles for a gain of 20. I mean, that's just a, his, his skill set and ability that he has and um, made some great throws last night, too. You can tell, like, he was very poised, particularly on the first couple of drives, you know, just mm-hmm. to get the game started um making checks you know they came out in a cover zero one time check to a screenplay so you can see that 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 preparation is there like he's applying everything that he's doing in practice and bringing it to the field finding his weapons man and you just said it tied in with a good defense being able to turn over the ball it works hand to hand and that was a game that you saw it could have swung in a different direction. You know, yep. you talked about, you know, when they bring in, uh, what's my man named? Zappy. Like, yeah. Zappy, they brought him in, quickly scored 14. Mm-hmm. And the, you could feel the momentum in the building and and everything just going the Patriots' way. But Justin Field counters, man, comes right back. And so that's what you want to see. 
it's the 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 ups and flows uh, the ups and downs of a game and how do you respond and i think he did a, a, a amazing job man and, and now they sit what i think uh what three and four right now and so there's still a lot of ball to be played and um i mean young kid uh, they lost he's uh, playing like oh, that i'm sorry yeah yeah, I'm about yeah, to say they lost like uh, and they lost a close one last week. Remember last play of the game, yeah. the guy just uh, bobbled the ball. But if he catches that cleanly, that's Correct. that's two back to back wins for uh, Justin Fields and the Bears. So it does seem like they're playing good ball, though. Yeah, yeah. two things that I noticed yesterday uh, in that game was a little bit of re- uh, like recognition by Fields. I was noticing that uh, when he saw that it was zone coverage. He kind of stayed in the pocket, sat there, and then scanned the field, right? Yeah. And and yeah. and through and when he saw man coverage, or a blitz with man coverage, he took off. Mm-hmm. Almost every time it seemed like he would take off because the defensive backs, the defensive backs was to him, and he could just go. You know, another thing that I noticed, and it it, it stuck out to me like a sore thumb, was the difference between a guy like Justin Fields and a pocket quarterback like Tom Brady or Matt Ryan when a snap is bobbled when a snap is bobbled you got a pocket quarterback what do they do they drop on it they don't matter if anyone's even near them they drop on it huddle around the football to protect it and lay there right Justin Fields bobbled a snap yesterday casually picked it up and ran for a first down okay (laughs) (laughs) I mean that's that's the difference right there. That's that's a yeah. huge difference that I that I happen to notice. So uh, that's going to be really interesting. Sometimes it could be a a, a gift and, and a, a curse and, and a curse <laughs> for you at the same time because when you always think you know you're able to escape it all, you know you saw a couple plays from mm-hmm. him where you wish, man, he would have just threw the ball away, right? right. Instead mm-hmm. instead of being sacked and and losing yardage and. Uh, it's a field position battle as you go throughout the game, especially mm-hmm. tight games. And where we're talking about the way Chicago season has gone as far, they're winning twelve to seven, losing twelve to ten. You know, they're they're accustomed to games like that. So he just has to be very mindful uh, in those situations as he moves forward throughout the season uh, and just being smart. But I think you know, right now you see him managing the game well. They're not, he's not having. These these crazy, you know, 300 yard games It's just enough. Right. And it works for that specific team. But I think as they go throughout the year, he'll continue to build confidence um, and you'll start to see him, uh, you know, have uh, much more uh, success. Absolutely. Hopefully. Well, guys, I think that's going to do it for the week seven NFL breakdown. Thanks to everybody for watching and listening. Please make sure you subscribe or download or share to your favorite social media. And until next time, I'm Lawrence Owen. That was Gerard Powers, Rodney McLeod. This was Believe in Colts brought to you by Bet Online. And as usual, have a good one. Do you believe? For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.